0: Episode 6, Spooky Stripey Suits and I. I am your host, Grant Hackray, and with me is my co-host, Alex Harmden, because we're both murderers, get it? This is a very special All Hallows' Eve episode. Say something spooky, Alex.
1: I want to record an audio podcast.
0: I hope you're trembling in your shoes at home, listeners. I actually... So, Alex, I, um, mm. I found one of those things online that you can like... It's like your first letter of your first name, and then the day you're born, and it gives you your name, your spooky name. Your spooky name? And, and so I put both of us into this, and my spooky name, according to uh-huh. this diagram I found, is uh-huh. Gentle Toenail... <laughs>
1: Horrifying.
0: Your spooky name is a big freaking armpit.
1: Wow, that one is
0: great. I like that. Uh, so. Doesn't
1: sound. I was thinking. I was brainstorming actually before this, and I think if I use my full name, I can be Alex. So Alexander Harden. Alex in dirt, hard and cold, and then I'm a corpse. Ooh, ooh. I kind of like that one.
0: Oh, I just felt a chill down my spine.
1: A tingling sensation.
0: I'm not going to be able to sleep at night.
1: If I was a corpse, how could I be talking? Oh, no.
0: So, uh, for those who haven't listened to this podcast before, the way that it works is we take two fictional characters and we pit them against each other in hand-to-hand or claw-to-fist or sword-to-gun, depending on whatever they got, Um, and... We figure out who is the best fictional character ever, basically. That's kind of the goal of this podcast, is to... uh, Once we've wrapped up the podcast, and, you know, probably a couple hundred years, once we've made it through every fictional character in in existence, we will have conclusively found out uh, who's the best. We're broadcasting from this special bunker, uh, which we have been trapped here by the Cinnabon Company, to to record this podcast uh, underneath the Cinnabon at the Portland International Airport um, I've actually gotten a few emails from people asking whether they could find our bunker in real life if they just came to the Cinnabon and like yeah I guess might as well try we don't know what the other end of the bunker hole the bunker shaft is like you know there's a ladder that goes up to a locked iron door over there Uh, we were, we were, um, knocked unconscious when we were brought here, so we didn't see the process of being dragged in here, so, you know, maybe poke around the Cinnabon.
1: Yeah, just, uh, get an apron, put on, like, a, like a hat, maybe a cinnamon bun-shaped hat, and everyone will just assume that you're probably the boss, and you you feel free to just wander around the Cinnabon, knocking on doors.
0: Yeah, so if you wanna come join us on the podcast and be a guest, I guess that would be a, a way to do it is just break into our underground vault. Um how you doing, Alex? How's the vault been treating you?
1: The vault? Yeah.
0: Uh or the bunker, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's 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 good. Uh been uh been uh spent a lot of time in uh in the northeast corner. It's, uh I find that's the warmest ah. the warmest corner of the bunker.
0: 'cause it's underneath the Cinnabon oven, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah? Occasionally, um, some grease
1: dribbles down and lands on my scalp and I just let it roll <laughs> roll down my face. I pretend it's does a single it, tear.
0: Does it burn you? It's it's not fun. <laughs> Cause you also start crying once you get the grease on your head, so it so you got lots of tears.
1: It's just nice to f- yeah, it's just nice to feel something, you know?
0: Feel something, yeah. <laughs> um
1: other than thrill for every (laughs) exciting battle that we discuss
0: (laughs) are you excited for halloween are you getting ready for
1: halloween i'm very very excited i just can't i I can't decide what to turn my box into this year Mm. so you're not are you gonna dress yourself up or just your box just the box
0: okay i'm gonna huddle in the box for 48 (laughs) hours you could turn it into Calvin and Hobbes' time machine. Ooh, or In I could visit quarter, the other way and make a transmogrifier. You could be Neptor from uh, Adventure Time, Winners the that robot. <laughs> the microwave. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to try and get guest Captain bot to look America. like update, so... Okay. Um, yeah, so we don't have a guest this week on our and episode, Because, um, since, uh, oh, you know, notes, last week our sponsor was, uh... Video Games. Dust. And, uh, the, the folks over at Video Games Captain they actually Joker. sent us a bunch of uh, merchandise. So we got this whole stack over here of, like, cartridges and discs and memory cards and... So I'm just gonna sort through all that. See if by the time next week rolls around, I can work a bit of that into... Yes, bot, maybe we can simulate a different personality from last time.
1: Yeah, I was really excited uh, when all that video game stuff showed up, um, and I was like, "Oh, we actually got a sponsor that likes us." But then I looked closer, and it's all Mad
0: Cats. So
1: there goes that theory.
0: <laughs> Not a lot of good games in here. There's a couple of other cartridges mixed in, but it's like it's like Glover and uh, Clock. You know, none of none of the best hits worked their way into our into our vent slot over there where the boobies sometimes drop things the blue-footed boobies that we've trained to bring messages to us from our intern Kyle. Have you heard anything from Kyle recently, Alex?
1: I have not heard word one from Kyle, so uh it didn't happen either. It's time I hope to s- still... I was going to say it's time to keep unpaying that unpaid intern.
0: <laughs> Every week I write a, a blank check for him in that I write zero on it. <laughs> So it's not a, he cannot utilize it as a blank check. It's just, I use up a check to tell him that he's not getting money from us. <laughs> uh, I hope, but I hope he's still doing his job, you know, because those emails better be getting put into a box and put into the ocean. I only got the one asking about the bunker because I guess one of the boobies stole it from Kyle. Um, Kyle's going yeah, good get so... boobies. <laughs> Sick burn on Indian Yeah, Kyle. nerds. <laughs> High five. Oh, man, we have a good time down here in the bunker, don't we? That was a crisp high five. It was. I had to kind of lean forward across my desk over there because, you know, your box is pretty low down, but... I wish
1: you would let me sit at the desk. At least I get occasional high fives.
0: (laughs) Only if you're good. I'll make more booby jokes. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking... I have been thinking that, uh... We, we say boobies a lot on this podcast, so we might want to... We're trying to make this a family-friendly podcast, so uh, I've been thinking about other kinds of birds we can use instead of boobies. Uh, a couple options are uh, we could get some tits. Uh, I know someone who could get us some cocks. Uh. <laughs> Possibly a, uh, a woodpecker or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll figure mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my vote's cassowary, but... Ooh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll pull some strings. I'll see if Kyle can find a castaway. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna earn that college credit, damn it. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess we'll move on. Uh, just real quick, the rules of our, of our fights that we do is the two characters appear on the, uh, the tarmac of the PDX airport. They've just gotten off their flights. They're on their way home. They exit the planes. They walk out onto the asphalt. They're tired. They just want to get home. And who do they see in front of them but this other asshole... And so they perceive them as a threat, and they act accordingly accordingly how they would attempt to defeat them. A win does not have to be death. It just has to be some sort of clear defeat. Um, They would have on them anything that they would have on them in their most iconic form. And if they have a personal vehicle, that vehicle is waiting for them in the PDX parking lot. Uh, I think those are the rules. So I guess without further ado, Alex, let's get started on this fight. Alright. In this corner, weighing in at 45 pounds! Ah, ah, ah! Hailing from Halloween town! Everyone, hail to the Pumpkin King! It's Jack
1: Skellington. Oh, he's so. Wait, what did they say? He's so dreamy! And he makes the walls. He makes the walls do sl- <laughs> I think that's no nice
0: No, that's the hash slinging slasher. Oh bother! Uh, Alex, put the hash slinging sl- put the hash slinging slasher on our on our to do list, please. Just carve that into the wall over there next to Hagrid. <laughs> we do sort these alphabetically. And in the other corner, weighing in at 147 pounds, hailing from the neither world, is the ghost with the most baby. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice!
1: Nice friggin' podcast. <laughs> Is that your Beetlejuice impression? Yeah, I've, he makes some, some gruff
0: noises, right? He's got a grumble yeah, in his it was, tumble. it was close. Sounded more like a. Yeah. like Roz from uh, Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's also going on the list. <laughs> so I, I don't have any sort of alliteration for this week. Um, so, in the spirit of the holiday, I thought I'd read a segment of song lyrics I wrote once for a hypothetical retelling of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Because I've always liked the idea of it's being Santa Claus who finds the holiday doors and tries to take over Halloween. So it's sort of a mirror world, AU scenario, alternate universe. And it would be called All Holly's Eve. And so this is a small uh, uh, portion of that movie, that potential movie's version of the song, What's This? So it's what Santa Claus is singing as he uh, first discovers Halloween Town. There's thistles instead of tinsels Hung between each tree with care No one's singing or wassailing All they do is howl and scare I feel I should be mortified But I cannot help but stare There's tricks instead of toys Not a single teddy bear Can be seen amongst the darkness And the mildew and the slime The only thing I... The only thing I think As into terror I do climb If all of this were borrowed Would it really be a crime? Or would I be on the naughty list Until the end of time? There's no malls or greeting cards, nothing's shallow or contrived. Who'd have thought that it'd take so much death to make me feel alive? My heart is pounding, mine is racing, I'm scared, but I feel fine. I cannot help but yearn because I want to make this mine.
1: You are too good for this bunker.
0: Well, you know, I, it's all I can do. It's just get. It's, I'm chained to this desk and I'll keep on making this podcast until someone either rescues us or just... Joins us as a guest. <laughs> Inevitable. <laughs> one of those will happen. You know, maybe we could ask Kyle to help us out, but I don't, I don't really trust him with the task of that magnitude to get us out of a bunker. Mm, so I think we're just gonna... Entered. Yeah, he's, he's not like a... One day, maybe he'll work his way up to part-time, but until then, uh, we'll just let him paper out and throw it into a box into the ocean (laughs) uh all right so before we get started on this fight alex i guess we're gonna have to deal with the metaphysical implications of beetlejuice because were you gonna say something what no i didn't
1: say anything
0: okay uh because with beetlejuice he's very powerful but he has a very strict rule set in order to him getting or losing his powers. Um, so, when he first appears, do you think he has already been freed or activated or whatever? Is he in full-on ghost mode? Or does he have to somehow trick someone into saying his name three times in order for him to access his his uh, repertoire?
1: would the alternative to that be he's just a tiny guy in a model?
0: Well. <laughs>
1: or he can appear in a newspaper so there's, advertisement?
0: There's a model of the airport. <laughs> Is there a... I, I could see PDX having like a model of PDX somewhere, so maybe he's hiding out in that. And so he has to trick Jack Skellington into letting him out. I think that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'd say he must already be somehow freed. Mm-hmm from his model or whatever, for him to be able to be on the plane in the mortal world. Okay. And, I mean, I did say his name three times already in the, in the intro portion, so that's probably already done it for him. We're just breaking about it.
1: breaking walls all over this podcast.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, well, but every three times we say his name, he loses it. <laughs> we gotta be careful about that one.
1: I think, I think we're up to another one. We've, we've summoned him, and we're one-third of the a, a way.
0: Uh, are you going to keep track of that?
1: <laughs> I got my counter over here.
0: Okay. See if you can uh, pay attention how many times we see Beetlejuice. Add another one. Click. So, he has his powers. He's not all powerful, but I'd say he has more in the way of magical abilities than Jack Skellington. I did some research on Jack Skellington, and... Um, uh, in the various video games, in, like, Kingdom Hearts and whatever, he has more powers and weapons, but in the movie, what's the, uh, Tim Burton Ooh. said in some behind-the-scenes interview that Halloween Town is not magic. Jack Skellington doesn't have magic powers, he's just weird, he's just spooky, and like, he has the power of Halloween, but he doesn't have any sort of additional stuff. Okay, so, so he but, just
1: he has like a general vibe about him, like he's just the best at being spooky?
0: Yeah, he's like the embodiment of Halloween, but he can't like snap his fingers and sprinkle fairy dust or whatever. It's just what is already about him that he has. So the things that he can do and, and survive is he can he's he's dead. He's a skeleton, so he can take off his head. He can he can be lit on fire and both he and his clothes will be perfectly fine because after the the pumpkin song you know when when at the very beginning the scarecrow gets lit on fire he jumps into the well comes out his perfect little spider bow tie unfurls and he's all good
1: <laughs> right
0: um he can crawl up and down walls like a spider
1: when when does this happen I I watched the movie not that like long ago. It.
0: I think it happens when he's, um, when he's being Sandy Claws. I mean, it's not ex- exclusive, I mean, he's, I don't know if he can stick to walls, but he can, like, he's very limber, he's very nimble, he's got tiny little feet and hands that he can, like, scooch his way around and kind of clamber over things very easily. He's okay, lithe and agile. I don't know mm-hmm. if he could just, like, scale the side of a skyscraper, but I was looking at the superpowers wiki and it says he has the power of wall climbing, so. Okay. I think we'll give it that to him.
1: Wait a minute. There's a wiki that lists powers oh, for yeah. Jack Skellington.
0: No, there's a wiki that lists superpowers for everything ever. Right. And it's sorted by types of powers. And he's in there.
1: What is his type of power? Halloween powers? Spooker? Spooker powers? Holiday
0: man. A holiday manifestation <clears throat> is one of his powers. Uh, fire invulnerability is a, pi- is a power. Wall climbing is a power. Uh, There was some word that meant he could take his head off Mm,
1: mm, and survive. Decapitulation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, So that's kind of the extent. Oh, and also, he can jump into a gravestone or into a mausoleum and appear in Halloween Town. So I don't know if that's going to help him on this fight, but Uh if he finds a coffin or something he can go into, maybe he can find his way to his own domain. Right. The PDX airport...
1: Mm. The PDX airport was built on an ancient pilgrim burial ground. That's All of those people who could not ford the river and reach the end of the Oregon Trail.
0: <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> um and also he's just kind of generally the manifestation of the concept of Halloween, so he can somehow draw some power from that, I guess. Mhm. Well, we'll we'll deal with that as it gets gets to it. Right. Um and then Beetlejuice, on the other hand, that's another three. So he's that gone. Means he's we lost him. Unpowered. Um, <laughs> he has seemingly unlimited power, but I don't know if we can assume that. We can only assume based on the things we've seen him do in the movie. We have to cite our sources for these fights.
1: So we're, so not, can... we're not counting the, the cartoon program?
0: I guess if you have enough knowledge on the animated show you can whip that out but I haven't seen enough episodes of that to remember anything about it.
1: I think I watched the theme on YouTube like a couple years ago so I'll see what I can do. Yeah,
0: I think pretty much it's still it's normal Beetlejuice he just also has cartoon physics applied to him. Um so in the movies we've seen some of the things he can do is he can turn into a snake he can um bring statues to life like the weird um Abstract art sculptures that Lydia's uh, mom makes. Right, the uh, art. <laughs> uh, there's probably a statue in... Yeah, hold on, I'm going
1: to look this up. You're just going to peek let's out see, the window there see and see if you can of, see any statues <laughs> from our one <laughs> vantage point. have a point?
0: window and you know it. <laughs>
1: I meant that drawing that I made. You never appreciated it, Grant. You didn't even mention it. I drew a lovely mural of the entire plane view of the terminal. I don't know why I chose. If I had I anything, just, I could have drawn anything, and I just drew the outside of the airport. Could have drawn a majestic I just thought, field.
0: I just thought you were trying to draw the Microsoft Windows logo. Wa bam bam. Uh, is there a is there like a wooden horse statue? I typed in PDX airport statue, and it looks like there's a wooden horse.
1: There sure is.
0: So I guess we'll assume that if the fight gets to that, Beetlejuice can bring to life that wooden horse. Um, but also he can shift in various ways. He can change his outfit in the span of a jump cut. Mm-hmm. So you like the camera moves and he's wearing a different outfit. Um, he can make spikes come out of him. He can be really scary on his face. Oh, also Jack Skellington can be really scary. He can, like cause grown men to weep and all that. So they're both scary people. Mm-hmm. They both wear stylish suits and ties. Stripey, pinstriped suits. They're both at times somewhat stop-motion animated.
1: That's, that's going to be really important.
0: So basically, I think this fight is going to come down to not much physical combat and more... Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice trying to magic use his ghost powers to somehow permanently disadvantage Jack Skellington, and Jack Skellington is going to have to somehow figure out that the way to beat Beetlejuice is to say Beetlejuice three times? Mm Mm-hmm. Can you think of any reason he would figure that out?
1: Unless it's, like, explicitly told to him. Maybe on accident? But how would he even know his name?
0: That's the thing. I don't think he would. He right. wouldn't. He, he, he wouldn't offhand. Like he'd have to learn it somehow. But one thing about Beetlejuice is he is very gets. To, he gets distracted. He's very schmaltzy. He'll mm. in the middle of something turn and give a monologue to himself. He'll dance around. You know, he's he's a jokester. He was he a clown? He kind of looks like a clown. He's, he yeah, he's a dead clown.
1: Yeah, he's got, He's very theatrical in his presentation.
0: He is, of course, the late, great Michael Keaton. <laughs> who's <laughs> still alive, but he plays a dead guy, so it still works.
1: If we say uh, Michael Keaton three times, do we summon him instead?
0: Ooh, I hope so. <laughs> Unless he's as the vulture in the upcoming Spider-Man movie. I don't know if I'd want to have to deal with that. Ah, uh-huh, you would. <laughs> yeah, I would. That's yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> Um so how does this fight so, start out? I
1: think Beetlejuice You like that? That was that was another round of three, so he's now
0: Oh good <laughs>
1: full capacity uh is gonna be your first aggressor.
0: hmm. Cause he's just a he's a jerk. <laughs> he's a butthole. Is he gonna leap right into um Trying to attack Jack Skellington, or is he going to do something like turn into a carnival ride, or like a snake, or? Yeah, I think he's going to start with the spooking because I think that's
1: like that's what he enjoys the most. You know, like
0: he's going to do that thing where his 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 face opens up and a bunch of weird spider legs come out the side of it. Yeah, yeah,
1: something. He just wants to show off.
0: Yeah, so. So, that's a, good th- uh, that's a good point. Beetlejuice will try and scare Jack Skellington, because that's one of the things he's good at. But I mm-hmm. think Jack Skellington isn't scared by anything. No, I would wholly
1: agree. Except himself
0: I'd... and his, his insecurities. He's, he's scared by the future. Mm-hmm. He's scared by looking into the void and seeing the void look back.
1: The interminable progression of Halloween after Halloween.
0: deep so after jack skellington gets over his existential crisis on the tarmac (laughs) what is he gonna do next after he stands on that twirly mountain and looks at the moon for a while (laughs) where did that voice come from by the by
1: that singing voice that singing voice i don't know it always surprised me that that comes out of his like little skinny skinny body Oh, that. I get
0: it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. he you don't got no lungs. How is he getting Danny Elfman to come out of his mouth?
1: That's Danny Elfman? I, th- I thought it was. Singing? Really? I mean, I know cuz Danny Elfman writes stuff, writes music. I think did he I, do the music I for that that Portal Portal guys as well? well? <laughs> uh, I
0: did he Hold on. Wait, and did Tim Burton do Vital, Vital Goss yes. as well? Yeah, he directed okay.
1: both of these. So, really, I guess I can't. Just, we're just trying to decide what t- the best Tim Burton production is.
0: Those are the only two Tim Burton movies that count or, or are important. Uh,
1: in my mind, they're number ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Danny Elfman was the singing voice for uh, Jack Skellington.
1: Well, there you
0: go. He wasn't the speaking voice, I don't think. Right. Paul Rubens was in Kidnap the Sandy... Who? What the hell? <laughs> Paul Rubens? Paul Rubens was in Nightmare Before Christmas. Is he one of the... So is he
1: Lock Lock Shock or... Wait, Lock Shock or Bear? Lock Stock? Barrel? He... he, he Lock...
0: Yeah, he was Lock. All right. Oh, wow. All right. All right, I, all right. We've kind of drifted down a uh, Wikipedia fun fact tunnel, so let's get back to the fight. Let's clamber back into our our bunker. Um, yes, we can only leave this ter- terrible bunker bunker through the joys of the internet. Um, what's happening? Nothing really. Nothing. So, uh, so our uh. A good old BJ. Yeah. Tried to. <laughs> He's tried to spook, spook the spookster, mm-hmm. but has not gotten any results.
1: Mm-hmm. That's I think, probably going to pit. I think Jack's, Jack Skellington would just kind of reciprocate, and that would throw, throw a little Bortlebees. Bortle Bertlebees. <laughs> Bert's Bees. <laughs> that would throw him for a, for a loop.
0: Not like actually yeah, scare I- him, but just surprise him. Yeah, and maybe scare him a bit. I'd say I'd say Jack has the, more of a power to be able to scare Beetlejuice than vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't be scared out of his wits, but he would say, "Oh, this is a force of nature,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: because Beetlejuice does not like dealing with sandworms. We know that the sandworms are something mm. that Beetle that uh, Did, well, uh, well, beef percent
1: Okay, <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um that's something that he doesn't like the sandworms. Here's a bit of fun fact. I want to see if you know this, Alex. So in the in the Beetlejuice ooh,
1: do we count that? If
0: it it's in there.
1: Okay, he's it's part he's, of the word. He's, he's he's depowered now.
0: <laughs> so <coughs> in the BJU, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> where, when you leave the house you've been <clears throat> confined in, such mm. as the house that uh, um, Gina Alec Davis Baldwin, and Alec yeah. Baldwin are trapped in, right? where do you end up? Where physically is the desert with the sandworms?
1: Physically in the world? In yeah. existence?
0: As a physical place.
1: Like, on our same Earth, this isn't like the ghost zone or something?
0: It's not on Earth, actually.
1: It's the not on Earth. The answer
0: is... Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. It's Saturn. Oh. I think it's... Specifically, I think it's one of the moons of Saturn. Huh. But for some reason, that's part of the lore, that in the Beetlejuice universe, if, if you try to escape the afterlife, you end up on Saturn. It's... Uh, all right.
1: Well, that's just... Okay, then. All
0: that is... Right. That's actually um, really interesting. <clears throat> so, it's possible... <laughs> Jack Skellington could somehow get Barnaby's uh, <laughs> e- ejected to Saturn mm-hmm. somehow, if he mm-hmm. figures that out. So, <laughs> I think we have to assume that Jack Skellington and and, uh, Beetle Bailey's mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was are point. in
0: a world where they do not exist as pop culture, so no one, none of the bystanders are gonna be able to say, hey, look, it's Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. It's like a, uh,
1: or, hey, look, it's, something- it's Hot Topic.
0: <laughs> Is that a fancy referee over there? <laughs> so, um, so if Jack Skellington's gonna learn uh, BJ's name, it has to be from BJ's own mouth.
1: <clears throat> Is there any reason cool. he would do that?
0: He might get tricked into it. C- uh, like, let's say Jack Skellington pulls a Rump- uh, stiltskin on him mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> I guess BJ probably doesn't just talk to himself when uh Jack Skellington's not around so I mean, Jack's well, uh, it's possible he uh, so here's a question mm-hmm. here's Jack Skellington knows about ghosts he knows about dead people he so. might know the rules that in order to defeat this dead person he's gonna have to learn his name so oh, okay. he might be able to track down good old uh, George, Paul, uh, John, and Ringo. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> ooh, ooh.
1: Clever, clever. He might, he he might, might be able, able to, to track to down and, the,
0: yeah. the um, Beetlejuice's gravestone. Okay. What I'm saying. All We're, right, he, Betelgeuse... We
1: have a full return by the by. The by. He's,
0: he's back, back. powered he's up. Back.
1: He's, back, he's back, powered up.
0: Okay. So the question is, could Jack Skellington evade uh Beetlejuice enough to find a way to a tombstone or grave and then find BJ's mm-hmm. name. Well I think because- so I
1: think that's one option, and I think also, I mean, if he if so if we're operating under the assumption that Jack Skellington has this knowledge somehow, I think that given old um um um, I'm, I was gonna say Bessie and I don't know why so I'm gonna say Bessie anyway <laughs> Bessie <laughs> Um, uh, I'll go with BJ you've been using that well BJ's personality it would not mm-hmm. be all that difficult to goad him into doing it like to to, to kind of rib him and needle him until he pops up like a giant Las Vegas display that's like talking about you know he's like you don't that know who I am why. you don't know who I am you know and then yeah,
0: yeah. This week only <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's, it's, I could definitely see that being a thing because mm-hmm. Jack Skellington is pretty smart, he's right he, there are a lot of things he doesn't understand, like Christmas and all those sorts of things, but in his wheelhouse in the realm of spooky,, mm-hmm. he's got everything figured out, mm-hmm. so I bet he could I bet he could talk his way around uh getting Bon Jovi to, <laughs> uh. Give him up his name. I'd be, I think, I think so, yeah.
1: And I think he would be able to, to evade sufficiently well, you know. Cause, I mean, yeah, cause, okay, cause, so Because, be- so, I'm going to, I'm going to drop one. Beetlejuice, uh, I think at some point he would actually try and get, like, physically involved. Because he would get frustrated. He's a, he's a temperamental,
0: <laughs> he's a baby <laughs> boy. Uh, so he would, like, start turning his arms into hammers and like, yeah, trying yeah. to... Th- Physically, that yeah. is true. So, mm-hmm. but, but if Billy Joel does start getting into this, uh, like, physical attacks, he... Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of his powers are based off of, what, 1980s... Uh, what year did that come out?
1: Stop motion. I think yeah, 1980s... Ma-
0: 1988 makeup and stop motion. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not like he doesn't have powers the way a modern superhero would, where he can just like, boom, bam, boom, smash, exciting fast-paced action. It has to happen, mm-hmm. kind of, he has to extend his twirly arms and they inflate slowly, or he has to yeah. turn into a stop-motion snake, or whatever. Right. Um, so, I do think um, Jack would be able to to suce- successfully skip his way around. Yeah,
1: to evade Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: And even if, uh, BJ, uh, good old, uh, uh Black mm-hmm. um, manages to get, it manages to, to hit Jack Skellington, mm-hmm. he could pop his head off, knock an arm off, knock a leg off. Yeah. He, he could just put himself back together. He'd just have to hop over on one leg, screw his head back on. Right. I think, yeah, so I think that
1: the way I'm seeing this go is that, uh, um, Beat Jasper. Oh gosh, <laughs> that one was rough. Scrape uh, at anyway, the bottom of the yeah, There, that was that was that was not my proudest moment. But he, uh I don't think he, he has the like the emotional constitution to to deal with someone who does not like who he can't just manipulate and, and
0: you know run circles around. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a showboat, but he's <clears throat> yeah. also kind of a coward. Yeah that's why he tries to like rather than dealing with the afterlife he tries to kind of work his way around it and and con people and like rather than waiting in line at the end he switches numbers with the (laughs) witch doctor and gets his head shrunk uh yeah so it's looking like Jack Skellington does have the upper hand on this one just in terms of of mental capabilities, mm-hmm.
1: fortitude. I think, yeah, I think so. I was not expecting one... that coming in. I gotta be
0: honest. Mm-hmm. The things, the things that old um, a, a bachelor of journalism mm-hmm. is able to do, not in terms of just pure violence, is um, shutting someone up. In that he, oh. he, can, he, he, like pops uh, Alec Baldwin's teeth out of his mouth, he mm-hmm. puts a zipper on the mouth of Gina Davis, and then, like, mm-hmm. an iron plate. But mm-hmm. both of those, I think, are still things Jack Skellington could work his way around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he would be able to figure it out, say the name three times. Mm-hmm. And even in the, in the movie, when people are trying to say, uh... Uh... Do it,
1: do it, do it, do it.
0: Um... Uh, banana juice?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, when they are trying to say his name, they always say it obnoxiously slowly. Like, they have to pause, brace themselves, inhale, and go, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, and then, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Jack Skellington could figure that out and just whip him out. Beetlejuice, 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 and...
1: Oh my it. gosh, okay, we're, okay. <laughs> we're two-thirds of the way back to a full-powered Beetlejuice, but we're still unpowered Beetlejuice now.
0: <laughs> and just banish him back to the... Oh no,
1: world. oh no, I said it. Oh gosh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's back to full power with one strike against him.
0: Just real quick, I have a slight diversion. Do you ever watch the show Freakazoid?
1: I have seen some, yeah. It was a while back,
0: but yeah. So there's an episode on that where they kind of go with the whole, uh, the whole saying the name trope where there's Is a this... character named Candlejack. Right, right. And if you say his name, he's like a creepy scarecrow, and if you say his name, he, can, he, has, he ha- now has the power to like, get you and put mm-hmm. you on his rope and take you away. And you're at a camp... And kids are just keep saying, like, don't say candle jack! <laughs> oh no, it's candle jack <laughs> They just keep saying it. <laughs> I'm like warning other people not to say it. <laughs> uh well, I mean do, Did do we really have any anything further to go into this fight?
1: No, I feel like this one is was a very satisfying one. I feel very I don't know. It was a nice clean
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like it with a good old um Barney Johnson Mm -hmm. could have done more against anyone who's not a Halloween, personification of Halloween.
1: Right. But just by virtue of this matchup, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Either, either Jack tricks him. Okay, so let's say, just hypothetically, if Jack is not able to trick him into saying his name, Mm -hmm. how would he, where do you think the closest grave is that he could jump into and find... (laughs) Uh,
1: Ah, I mean, does a watery grave count?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Find a shipwreck. Mm. Fun fact, actually, well, you know, in the movie James and the Giant Peach, there's a scene where they find a uh, sunken ship um, full of skeletons, and the skeleton captain is just, it's just Jack Skellington. Like, it's the same exact model. He doesn't say anything, but that's so... Fun little wow. fact, so I'm sure there's probably a shipwreck nearby you could dive into. or Because like, they can leave the airport if they have to, and okay. they would both have a vehicle in the parking lot if they have one. Mm-hmm. I don't think Beetle just has a vehicle, but Jack Skellington, arguably, I'd say, has his spooky Santa sleigh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like with it. The co- with the coffin and the skeletal reindeer. So we could say that if he just gets to the gets to the parking lot, he can get out of there find a graveyard warp his way to um um ball joint i, I will uh, I, uh, I, I, I see will, yeah. i will admit i looked up a list of words that start with bj <laughs> <laughs> well
1: so actually i had a question about that very briefly now that we're kind of on the on the on the comedown um is it cuz that's not the way the name is the star is spelled but that's the way it's spelled on the cover of the movie.
0: Yes, in the movie, in the movie, his his um his name is spelled B E T E L G E U S E, as in the star. Right, right. So okay, for whatever reason, they named the movie Beetlejuice. But in the no, movie, it is also pronounced Beetlejuice because okay, he cool. does that bit where he does charades for Lydia, where he just mm-hmm. summons a beetle and then right. some juice. Right. Right. So other options I'll just go through that we could have called them are um, Bubble Jet, mm. Ben and Jerry's.
1: <laughs> ben and Jerry's. I wish I would have gotten that one.
0: <laughs> Blonde Joke. Mm. <laughs> uh, of course, Blowjob. Ah, right. Billie Jean. It is not. Bonjour. Mm. Baby you... Jane, Beijing. Mm. The classic Federal Office of Justice of Switzerland, of course, Bouton for justice.
1: Ah, how did I miss that? Kicking myself over here.
0: <laughs> and those are most of the ones that I've heard of. Alright. Um, yeah, so I, I think I'm, I'm ready and willing to just take this off as a victory to mm-hmm. Jack, mm-hmm. Jack Skellington. I'm on board. Alright. Hmm. Mark him on the winner's circle over there. Ding. Uh, real quick before we continue, I do have a Halloween joke that I made up earlier. And what's even more special about it is, since this is a election year, we're getting right in the theme of the election, so I figured I'd do a presidential Halloween joke. You ready for this, Alex? So professional. What was JFK's wife's name after she got remarried to the Headless Horseman? The Headless Horseman? Mm-hmm.
1: Jackie Onassis. Jackie... Kenneth, Ken, can can, Jackie, O oh, Nasus, Headless Man. Jackie, O oh, Head Man, hyphen Nasus. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, that would probably be better. Jackie, O Lantern. Ah! Oh! That's. Alright. Uh, <laughs> that was better than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> It is is the headless horseman is that
0: like related to jack o lanterns is it uh... i think the i think the myth of the headless horseman or the story of the headless horseman came after okay. the idea of jack o lanterns uh-huh. um
1: cuz in i mean in the
0: story he has a jack o lantern for a head like it's uh-huh. explicitly stated as such i uh-huh. i'm pretty sure he, that story did not influence the idea of jack o lanterns cuz jack o lanterns originally were carved in like um potatoes and beetroots and stuff um meant to <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It meant to scare away uh, spirits who would come and haunt your house on Halloween. Right. So, uh, we got two segments of the show left. Sponsors and uh, the trivia corner. Which mm-hmm. one do you want to do first?
1: Uh, don't we end with sponsors?
0: Well, either one. As a
1: standard? Uh, then, yes, let's end with sponsors.
0: Okay. So I'll play the trivia song real quick, but I'm going to do it in a special Halloween-y way. And then (gasps) I'm going to play it in a minor key. I wasn't
1: prepared.
0: I'm gonna give you a question that I hope you can handle. It will be perplexing. Oh, shove it up your
1: brain hole. Wow. That got kind of mournful, and I'm like sad and spookered. That was, yeah. that was very nice.
0: So so which would you rather do first, Alex? Do you want to hear the answer for last week, or do you want me to give you the new ones?
1: What if I'll, you I'll remind give, me? <laughs> yeah, let's I'll do give last you an week. answer for last week. Okay, yeah, last so week. just
0: to remind everyone, it was two titles mashed together and the clue was a game in which two young Japanese girls rescue wind spirits from the undead using only squirt guns and popsicles. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want to now take a hazard a guess on what that might be, Alex?
1: I couldn't figure out the Japanese girls part, but the squirt guns and popsicles, I don't know, I was feeling like, what is Zombies Ate My Neighbor? So. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And can you think of it? Tocho
1: nori Zombies Ate My Neighbor. I just made some Japanese words up there. What? Oh, my neighbor Totoro... Wait. my Zombies ate my Totoro neighbor. My to- neighbor Totoro is a zombie. Those. Squish them together, Grant.
0: <laughs> the answer for all of you folks out there is Zombies ate my neighbor Totoro. Ah, there it is. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, <did> so... Have... <laughs> right. You got there eventually, kinda. So, for those who don't know, two young Japanese girls... And a wind spirit is the mm-hmm. plot of the movie My Neighbor Totoro. And in the video game Zombies Ate My Neighbor, you have to rescue your neighbors from all sorts of universal mo- Halloween movie monsters using stuff like sword guns and popsicles and a lawnmower. And it's, it's a classic old SNES game, so you should check it out if you have the ability to do so. Mm-hmm. So now on to this week's trivia chunk. Uh, I hope you're ready for something really scary, Alex, because now I'm going to make you do some math. I don't want to do that. So, But don't worry, there's a fun little twist I've added. So um, this is a segment I'm going to call Movie Math. And I actually have five questions this time, so those of you listening might want to get out a pencil and paper if you want to do this for yourself. Um, So the way this works is I'm going to give you a description of, of an equation that translates into the title of a movie. Because sometimes movies use strange symbols, use mathematical symbols in the title. And so the way I describe this, it will equal this movie as if it were a mathematical um, formula. Mm. It'll probably make sense once I start giving it to you So Alex, don't say anything We'll we'll get back to this next week But let me just give you the five questions right now So first off R added to J If done by a NATO radio operator Equals Number two Bradley Cooper's character in the A-Team remake Divided by a popular bug spray Equals Number three the concept of subdivisions of the warmest season multiplied by 50,000% equals. Number four, 13 times 1 times 19 times 8 equals. And finally, 747 times 746 times 745 times 744 times, etc., 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 times 2 times 1 equals. So, if you want to hear those again, just it, it's a, it's a podcast. You can just rewind it a bit. Uh, and next week, I will let you know the answers to those. So I, I, get thought those.
1: You, I thought you said this was going to be hard, but clearly the answer is the M M&M and M movie Eight Mile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the answer for each and every one of those. Good job. I was Alex. just
1: crunching the numbers and I put them all together. So.
0: Speaking of M and Ms, as a reward for that, I'm going to give you an M M&M. and M.
1: One single.
0: There you go. What but luck! The last, the last one left over from our Mars, uh, the all the candy Mars sent us last week, which was—or not last week, you know, near the beginning—it was three, three musketeers bars and a single M M&M. and M. So I saved that for you. So now I guess we'll, uh, we'll get to our sponsor. For those who don't know, in this. Podcast every week we try and get a company to pay us to stop sponsoring them by doing it poorly. Do you have an idea for a sponsor this week, Alex? I have one. Then let's go with yours. Okay. Just because I mentioned it earlier, Microsoft. <laughs> right.
1: Um yeah, they need some help. They're doing a little rough. Let's um let's bring back the Zune. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone loved that. Yeah,
1: there's room now because Samsung's uh, going up in flames. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, I made a joke. And
0: you know what else we should get get going is uh, uh, Bing. Let's bring that up. Yeah. Up to the top of the charts. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I have an industry secret about Microsoft that I'm going to tell now. This is a story. Um, my uncle actually works for Microsoft. Uh, he works for Bing. And he told me that they didn't want bing to become a verb like you, you can google something but they don't want you to say i bing i binged something because if you write the word binged down it's just binged binged <laughs> and so, they're
1: not trying to encourage addictive behavior
0: i guess not so <clears throat> for this week's sponsor i'm just gonna tell everyone to start go bing and everything just binge <laughs> binge all over the place go on a bing binge Bing 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 bang bong.
1: Mm. Are, are we gonna share this with your uncle?
0: <laughs>
1: PM um. this podcast directly to his, <laughs> his 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 at Microsoft Outlook email account.
0: <clears throat> yeah, no one tell my mom, my uncle. Don't no. don't don't broadcast this to anyone ever, All right, sorry. All you, like, hundreds of listeners out there. Don't don't get in touch with. I didn't need to tell
1: you his name. But now it's out there in the
0: s- cybersphere. I'm gonna bleep that. I'm gonna bleep it. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> <and> bleep it. <laughs> his name is her <laughs> I'm gonna use like a-, a wolf's howl or something to Ooh, bleep it. That's good. Okay. Because it's Halloween. hmm. So.
1: Uh, and are they listening to this after they've already heard the wolf howl? They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> We're aware of that. They'll be like, Oh, that makes sense. That's why that happened. (laughs) I thought Alex just transformed. (laughs) Well, good thing the full moon doesn't reach down here in this bunker.
1: Yeah. Kind of miss being a wolf.
0: (laughs) Alex, uh, fun fact for everyone, Alex is a werewolf, so he Hmm. turns into a wolf at the full moon. Mm -hmm. I'm a warehouse, so I turn into a house at the full moon.
1: Mm -hmm. We have a nice symbiotic relationship.
0: Yeah, and then he lives inside me, and it's... Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's not weird. Shut yeah. up.
0: <laughs> as long as he gets out before sun, sunrise, sun up, everything's good.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's it. That's right. Consider All yourself...
1: Consider yourself sponsored, Microsoft.
0: <laughs> or us, by Microsoft. Consider us self-sponsored by you, Microsoft. Take that. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess uh, I'll just say to to wrap up, um, if you want to email the podcast, send us an email at ocean at gmail.com, whereupon our intern, Kyle, will print it out, put it in a box, and throw it into the ocean. Or if you want to get in touch with us in a way in which we might actually see it, you can tweet us at fancy. And give us ideas for people to have on the, to have fight each other. Because, like, we have a list, but it's, it's not that long. If we keep doing this every week, we're going to run out of, run out of people pretty soon. So, yeah, let us know. Or just say hi. And if you want to ask us questions about life, we'll give you our best life advice. You know, don't, don't eat, don't eat your own hand.
1: You just you saved me did you do that just because you saw me doing like right now yeah you just looked looked across the table and saw me with both hands in
0: my (laughs) mouth get that out of your mouth alex (laughs) i'm surprised how well you're able to talk and say those just those last few sentences with both your hands in your mouth yeah alex has a very big mouth everyone oh man yeah Was well, there anything, any last thing you want to say uh, on this episode, Alex?
1: I hope you can sleep tonight. <laughs> because of all the scary business that we brought to your listening Oh, <laughs> We got him.
0: Was that Kazooie? <laughs> <laughs> was that your? You could have. You could have. <laughs> you could have at least done Gruntilda. That was a witch. That was a witch. That
1: was a witch. I don't know.
0: how. Corri. Ninja. Yasu I I imagine I probably ended the podcast already. Okay, I wasn't sure, but like, (laughs) we can keep vamping. Good night, everyone!
1: And sweet.